Welcome back to the Breaking Western Podcast. We are in season two influencers, which could be influencer type people or just influential people within the Western industry. And today is no exception to that. Abby, tell them what's going on. (laughs) Where to even start, (laughs) y'all? Today we have a, a really, really special guest. He's the leader of a group called the Compton Cowboys. We've got uh, Randy. If y'all haven't heard, the Compton Cowboys have been featured on a number of platforms. They've been splashed across headlines basically everywhere for Mm -hmm. their equine rescue and riding program in LA. We're talking Trevor Noah to Playboy to New York Times. (laughs) Uh, and, And recently they've captured a lot of attention for their peace rides and their presence in the Black Lives Matter demonstrations. So their work and their mission is really too powerful for us to even try to put, put into in words. words for any <laughs> any sort of anything, let alone a short introduction. So we're just going to go ahead and let all of this speak for itself. We're going to let Randy speak for himself. So Randy, how the hell are you? Everything is good. I appreciate y'all having me on the podcast. It's a, it's a great feeling to be here with, uh, like I said, um, everyday equestrian folks just trying to make a difference in the industry and, and connect dots and keep bring people together and bring us all uh, in, in unison around the love for the horse and the lifestyle and the culture. So I'm definitely happy to be here. Everything's great. I'm actually on the ranch right now. I'm in the office. Um, um uh, our ranch is in the backyard of our family residential property, actually. So it's a very interesting setup. Uh, the town that we're in is called Richland Farms. And uh, it's a residential pro- residential town. Um, you would never expect that there will be more here unless you spend some significant time here or you actually just were around here exploring. But it's actually ground zero for the city of Compton. Compton was founded here. The, the farm, the founder of Compton was a farmer himself. And so when he went to incorporate the city in 1888, he wrote in the deed of the community that this town had to remain a agriculture town forever. So wow. even as forward now to 2020, it's still you come here, you know, we don't have sidewalks, people walking around on horses, there's feed stores and all kinds of ranch and farm animals everywhere. And we have two and a half acres i have 12 horses right now and we have goats and chickens and a llama and some other stuff here and this is a great place where you know we do our work here in the community it's all about the kids showing them a different life at the same time we able to have some fun make a name for ourselves and uh you know be able to make a make a career out of it and so it's just a great it's just a great a great lifestyle wow that is so amazing so you grew up on this property right yeah, when I was born, um, and, and it hasn't always, right now how, how it's set up is there's three, uh, three, three private properties that are adjacent to each other. Each one is about 0.7 acre, um, give or take. And so uh, my aunt moved here first in 1988, got her house, and then my dad came a couple years later and got took the house that's two houses down from her so we had this one she had that one but there was still the middle property that was owned by someone else and then when they moved out my dad the family quickly got that property so then now we have three properties right next door to each other and then over the years we've just been uh working on uh, expanding and grooming the backyard so the backyard is the ranch that you see on all of our stuff um 
it's uh it's actually right in our backyard right out the back door of our home and uh it's actually three private three three yards combined into one so we have one big arena a round pen a garden uh 12 horse stalls and a fitness area and a parking port and a fire pit area and like a seating area so it's like a great little like almost like a little park like a little small equestrian park um that's in the backyard of our house that's amazing incredible i'm trying to conceptualize <laughs> I, it's what in it my would, mind would be like to just like walk up upon this yeah. beautiful passion project that yes. your family has established like right in the middle of of the city yeah yeah it's the best feeling i mean it's the one thing that has kept us like you know well because when we grew up in compton like the era that we grew up in was like the worst uh you know that we're talking like mid like coming off the 80s going into the 90s you're talking about like you know coming off the crack cocaine ep- epidemic in the inner cities you're talking about gang violence crime drugs you're talking about police brutality you're talking about political corruption so like when you think about you know how the how quote unquote the hood is portrayed in the media um it's it, it was exactly that the super stereotypical like like quote-unquote ghetto right and um and it you know we it was a lot of shit going on that um could have easily took us took us out and a lot of our friends too too many of our friends have suffered that fate you know either ended up dead or in jail or or hooked on drugs or in a prostitution or something like that just because of the way that the streets kind of had an effect over a lot of lives back in back then but we were just so fortunate enough to have my aunt and my dad as mentors and, and, and giving us guidance and they had these horses that would that were the thing that kept us excited and kept us busy and distracted from the streets so um that's what we are that the comic cowboys today are just kids who grew up in my aunt's riding program it was called the compton junior posse that she established in 1988 and uh she just would go around and tell the kids like you know hey i got these you know she would ride the horses around and all the kids would always get distracted or follow her home or come knock on the door and ask could they ride so um all of us are kids who at one point or another came in through her system and we stayed together um through our adulthood and and once we got grown we got an opportunity randomly got a call from um the 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 gear, the gear company guinness and they were like, hey, we want to do this Black Cowboy commercial, but we don't have all the, like, raw materials, right? We don't have the cowboys, the horses, the uh, mm. whatever. Have this idea that we want to shoot in Los Angeles. And so because my aunt was running this program for so long, like, her, her, um, her um, like, search, like, when you search, like, Black Cowboys, Los Angeles type of stuff, like, her, her, she her, her website I would always pop up first. So I guess that's how they found us. And then we ended up doing that. And then that was like the thing that I was like, man, what, what if we make a living off of this shit? You feel me? Like we could, we could do commercials and photo shoots and all this stuff. We could raise money and we could raise awareness and give back and build our ranch and get good horses. And so we just hit the ground running. So we've been doing it three years straight now, and uh, it's been it's been the best thing that's happened to, in our lives, really. Wow, I'm sitting here with my jaw dropped because <laughs> I, it's, it's it's so good, incredible, and. The way that you fell in love with it and then immediately were, how can I get back? How mm-hmm. can I help other people? How can I lift everyone else up? How do I return up? this? Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Well, you know, that's the thing about the horses is, like, they keep you humble. Like, you mm. learn to appreciate what it is uh, to to just have life. I mean, I always tell people, like, 
you know, what's people always ask, you know, what's the magic? Like, why horses? Like, out of everything you can use to do community work, why horses? Well, the horses do all the work for you. Like, they, they, they're, they're so magical and they, they, they're so attractive. First of all, to a kid, they have some such a profound effect on the kid. I don't know if y'all can remember y'all first time, or you know, being younger or whatever, seeing a horse for the first time, or absolutely, and the horse is like it the takes magic. over your whole mind. It takes over your whole like your whole like energy you just like you don't even think about anything else so the fact that the horses have that effect on the kids you basically went and have to battle on on like it helping saving lives because you don't have to fight and get these kids attention like the horses already do that you know what i mean so once the horses get the attention then just being around the horse you learn how to you know you learn like man this is a living being i gotta give it water i gotta feed it i gotta make sure it's clean and healthy and so once you just go on the spending many years doing that you, you have an appreciation for life so you're not going to go out in the streets and rob people or shoot people or kill or whatever because you wouldn't want to harm something that's living being a living being like you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying horses give you that perspective so it really does make all the difference and uh, that's why we're alive today and, and can have a successful lives because we've never got that um we always we grew up with that appreciation for for, for, for human beings and for nature and, and life and all that so it's been like a special definitely life that's why we say you know the streets raised us horses saved us like that's very real that's our real life story and in, in once in one tagline you know what i mean mm. What's amazing, too, is that, you know, it doesn't have to be a certain geographical location. Like, we're sitting here in Iowa and can think back to those same exact moments. Goosebumps. Yeah, every time you just remember that magic, and it's it's something above all of us. We don't even understand it, but it it draws people in. Absolutely, and um, these kids around here, you know, imagine the effect that it has on them when they come from an environment that's, like, urban landscaping like well like when you grow up that's the thing about the inner city is everything is man-made you know what i'm saying Mm. there's like imagine you grow up in an apartment complex and there's all these buildings and walls and gates and fences and concrete and everything is like human engineering and manufacturing so imagine you grow up like that and then out of nowhere you see like horses walking by your front door you know what i'm saying like (laughs) yeah yeah fuck away like and then your whole attention is on that then you know the kids that come into our you know around here it's like they are just dying to get here they're begging their parents they they want to come then when they come they don't want to leave and they're actually sad to leave and and all that so it's like to have to be able to grab their attention so hardcore when that's exactly what happens in the streets is like people misperceive what why the streets have their certain allure like you would think naturally like okay if I'm growing up in the hood and I'm seeing all this bullshit happen to people, why would I want to do that? You would think naturally it would push you the other way from that. Right. So people logically think that that's what that they think that that's the case, and they always wonder like, oh, you, you know, they they judge the people and say, oh, you're stupid for being a gangster, or you're or you're you know you're a low life or whatever. But people don't realize like when you grow up in the hood, the gang has a lot of things that you are not getting in your home. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So for example, you might be poor. And, you know, you're seeing the big homies going by in these nice cars and shit. And they, like, giving you money to eat lunch and giving you a nice backpack and nice shoes. That's like, damn, that's like the, the dad I never had that's helping me, you know, put, put money in my pocket and shoes on my feet. So that's like, that could make you want to join the gang. Just purely economics, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And then, ironically, you, even though you're doing, you're dealing drugs and shit, 
you're learning how to do business and transactions and monitor and financial management. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Through, through through illicit means. And that might be something that you might be having trouble with at school, but you learning that shit in the streets. There's so many fucking young people around here that's fucking brilliant that could be great entrepreneurs that just learned all that shit just from hustling in the streets. It's all about channeling those those skills. So then, you know, you gotta think too say if you're a guy or a girl, a young girl, whatever. And you have trouble, you're like socially awkward, you have trouble meeting people or just, you know, whatever it is, you know, being, having puppy love or whatever, flirting, whatever. In the streets and gangs, like there's members of the opposite sex there that are already, that are already there. It's like a, a facilitated environment for those kind of things. So, you know, you might find your first girlfriend or boyfriend in the gang, you know what I'm saying? And, mm. and that's thing that really matters to people because it's companionship and love and shit um other things like um you know you might be you might be you might not be so so tough or you might you might get picked on or or you know you might be a person that's scared and you don't like to be physical or so you know you join a gang now you got your brothers and, and homies that will fight for you and protect you from bullshit from getting robbed and beat up and all of this shit. So a lot of what the streets offer is not just like this, like, oh, come be a gangster. We gonna kill Rob and shoot stuff and be like be like Scarface. It's not that shit. People, that, that's not that's not what the appeal is. Mm. The appeal is like because it's like they offer they offer their offer themselves up as a, a family that you never had and give you skills and opportunities that you never had, even though it could lead you down a terrible path. The fact is, as a kid, you don't think about that. You just think about damn. If, if you were a poor single family you know, soft, scary kid, and then you have opportunity to fix all of those issues by just joining the game, you don't think you're going to take that opportunity? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just a, it's a win-win shit. It's a no-brainer to you. You're not thinking like, damn, I'm going to end up dead or in jail. You're not thinking that as a kid. You're just thinking like, man, I want friends. I want a girlfriend. I want some money in my pocket. I want some nice shoes. I want a backpack that I can put stuff in. And I might want some earphones or something like You're just thinking about kid shit. Mm. And then you naturally end up transitioning into a lifestyle that, that could be potentially detrimental for you. But see, the horses are such a strong, like, like have such a strong appeal that they are such a great counter to that appeal that the gangs have. Mm. So, you know, the the horse is like, man, it can give you a friend. It can give you family when you come and be around the horses and the other cowboys and cowgirls. It gives you, you know, we have opportunity. We have opportunities for you to get to learn and get some money like you know teaching you how to apprentice and about how to do little certain skills like okay we're going to set up a photo booth where we would sell art pictures of art and pick like pictures of uh horse art and stuff like that and you could you would take away a commission from whatever your sales were that day at the rodeo or you know those kinds of opportunities like it really gives you so many things that that the, everything else you weren't maybe maybe not have been getting in the streets, so it really does. I mean, literally save lives, and it's, it it saved our lives and gave us those opportunities. So we never had to go out and do that stuff. And um, the kids in the inner cities need it so bad, which is why part of our our, our global mission, our long term mission, is to have you know ranches all over the world in inner cities and places where they were least expected, where kids can have that opportunity. You know, you don't have to be out in the country or in the valleys or in the elite ass areas to ride a horse. You could be right in your little neighborhood even if you live in a property you can come right north and come right to a ranch you know what i'm saying so that's what we own wow it's yeah i think that's so so important to think about is that these that that desire to feel like you belong somewhere or to something bigger than yourself that 
that need for companionship, for safety, for for this feeling of home. Family, is a, it's a human need. It's, it's a human desire that, mm-hmm. and it's I, it's easy to condemn the mm-hmm. way some people search for that, or right. the way that some people how it turns, yeah, where it how ends they find up. that in right. their lives and and where they land, kind of in their in their journey for belonging and identity. And so I, it, it's amazing that y'all are just like turning this completely on its head and finding this beautiful and unexpected parallel between like life on the streets mm-hmm. and being part of a gang to riding a horse. Because yeah. like yeah. who would have who would have thought that that those right. two things exactly. would make so much sense? Yeah, that's what's so important is that to have these kinds of conversations because I think a lot of what happens in our culture today is like you. So it just always has been a lot of judgment. And as soon as you see something that you don't agree with or it's so different from you or something that you view as, like, why, you know, questionable or whatever, you just write it off. And you and you, and you you just try to look at it as, like, you, you marginalize or alienate mm-hmm. uh, people instead of engaging in conversations and trying to figure out how does that happen. Like, you know, the main thing, like, if you ever talk to any real gangster, like, they really, they will tell you some shit, man. Like it'll, 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 it'll hurt your heart, but it'll also inspire you to shit that they might say to you. Because no, but you got to think about it. Who, who wakes up in the day and just goes, man, I want to be a gangster. I want to kill and rob and steal. And like yeah. nobody does that. Think about that. Like who in their right mind would do that? Obviously, if you're not, you know, con- you know, controlling for like people who have mental. Um, you know, health issues, mm-hmm. but, um, but just an, uh, uh, your everyday person is not going to be like that. So, but there ends up being people who in, in all those kinds of environments, there's tons of gangsters around the world and something lived in there. So, you know, and for, for, for us, it's like, we, we can't solve the world's problems in the day, but all we can do is get up and lead by example and show how we choose to live and then pay it forward and do our best job to, show the next generation of kids, give them an opportunity and give them a, get a potential outlet that they can have. And, and really, if you know, if you save one life, you saved a life and, and you already won as a human being. So imagine mm. that experience multiplied by, you know, dozens or hundreds over the course of your life. Like you're doing, you're doing God's work. You feel me? And so it's for us. It's like, that's what we all about. It's like we, and we know the power and the, and the significance of having the ranch. It's it, not only has it, did it save our lives growing up, but it continues to save us every day because it gives us something to look forward to. It keeps us busy. It keeps us excited and motivated and happy. Like, especially with everything going on in the world, a lot of people are mentally fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Mm-hmm. So to have a ranch where we feel like sometimes we just go out in the back and we just sit there, you know, we don't even, we don't even ride or we don't do nothing related to the horses, but we just, to have, just the simple fact of having the space, we could go and, and sit and see the horses and hear them and, and breathe the air and smell the set, smells of the ranch. It is actually very literally therapeutic. It's therapy and it's, and it's because it's in our yard, it's daily. So that keeps us from going out and being like, man, I need to find some money. I need to do some shit. Most times, a lot of people do a lot of that shit out of desperation. It's not like, oh, it's, it excites me or it's thrilling or, you know, you don't want it. Nothing is, it's nothing exciting about potentially going to jail or getting killed. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing about that. But mm-hmm. most of the, most of what people do that could lead them there is mostly out of desperation. So 
just the simple fact of having a ranch where you can see horses breathe and eat and drink water and just roll run around and play and just roll in the dirt that makes you just look at life like man life is beautiful like i get to breathe i get to drink water i get to feel the sun on my back and if 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 if, if, if i can make it through the day and i got somewhere to lay and something to eat i'm good you know what I'm so you ain't thinking about Oh, I need to have this. I need to have that. You're not thinking about that, so you don't feel that desperation over you, and you don't go out there and do stupid shit um, that can land you into some some bad situations. So um, that's just what it's all about for us. We just we just live in our lifestyle, showing by example for the kids, and then trying to show the world what we're doing so that way we can break down stereotypes and and just engage and spark those important conversations about difference, you know, and different mm-hmm. backgrounds look like, where people come from, people's stories. And shit. So, so this brings us to, I think, something really important that is almost never talked about, like, in the Western industry or really just, like, in this, this image of, of the cowboy in the American West is the black cowboy and, like, the yes. roots of cowboy culture. There was so and many of them. It, it, was, it was everything. That's the entire yeah. foundation of this entire lifestyle that we know mm-hmm. now. So when you talk about representation and you talk about differences and diversity and being visible, what does what does that mean for you for the Compton Cowboys, especially in bringing up this this new group of young people into mm-hmm. this like equestrian lifestyle and into kind of the the cowboy world? Well, that's very the, the the lineage and the history and the imagery is very important because um, it's about like pride and it's about being able to 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 show the kids that this is something that you can be be proud of and you can make a career out of or you know be a part of history with this because um, it's just like today I, it's funny because I, we're actually friends with the John Wayne with, with John Wayne Enterprises and John his new mm-hmm. name was Duke. Um, and his son Ethan runs all of the company, all of the company's operations now, and that's actually the homie. And so I talk shit with him all the time. We laugh, and it's like, dude, your dad is like ninety five percent responsible for why people think the Cowboys is just some white We're gunsling. White. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and even though he was a righteous guy. Is always the good guy, mm-hmm. but like you know, people always think of like as soon as you think cowboy, you think like John Wayne, John Wayne, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, me, and uh, but you know, the truth of the matter is like cowboys were very diverse, and actually, when the West was being pioneered, one in every four cowboys, twenty five percent of all cowboys were black or of some or of some ethnic uh, group, and uh, it's and so we feel very connected to that lineage, and very empowered by that. When we get up on the horse, we feel we feel like. Man, we are a part of that that heritage and a part of that history, and it's important for us to highlight it and show that it continue, it remains today. Look, the people that have laid the groundwork for us, uh, we very much acknowledge that we stand on their shoulders, and um, we want to move it forward. We want to continue to push it forward. We can't let it. We can't let it just continue to be what I call whitewashed. Um, yes. Yes. yes, yes. One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> yeah, those days are over. Um, and it's just great timing for that whole mission in general across this across this culture. But yes. um, but uh, yeah, so we feel, we we get excited about. It. We just we love to say yeah, you know, we're black cowboys, and we take it even a step further. Is that we we kind of go against the whole traditional cowboy image, like the whole way yeah. that the cowboy 
set up, we basically go the opposite way every time. So, like, you know, just obviously, the, the you know, you're thinking white guys first. Well, no, we're black. We got tattoos and dreadlocks. <laughs> and, and then it's like, okay, you know, cowboy hats and, and boots. You're like, oh, well, no, we're going to wear snapbacks and fucking flip-flops. <laughs> I did love the number of times you see in all of your videos people just riding bareback, like yes. in their tennis shoes. I'm like, yeah, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Or you think about saddles and bridles and all. We're like, no, we're going to ride these horses with nothing on. Fuck that. But we do that intentionally to, to, to go the other way because we purposely want to show, like, there doesn't have to be this perfect, di- like, like binary of, like, you know, mm. something should be this or that or, like, Life and and, and, and and just everything is dynamic. There's so many aspects and elements and thought versions of something. So you can't, you don't always have to say, oh, you have to be a cowboy means you should wear boots. Or, you know, a cowboy looks like this or that. Or you even have to choose between being a cowboy or a city boy. Like, you can be at all of that shit all at the same time. And it can be super fucking dope. And um, you can be proud of that shit. So we, we take a lot of pride in that. Uh, let's talk generations when we were watching um some of our background um research here you were talking about your grandpa which we <laughs> loved this image of him sipping whiskey watching <laughs> westerns with his grandchildren we love that um so obviously we've touched on john wayne his whole legacy um but your aunts your dad's yeah really starting this yeah but how do you how did that look growing up did you think of cowboys because they were represented as white men did you think of that when you thought of cowboy or were you thinking more of your grandpa like what did that feel like for you when you're watching these westerns well you know what's interesting is my dad always so my grandpa was like phasing out right when i was starting to get old enough to even be like cognizant of what was going on so my dad kind of kept on his tradition of watching westerns and you know what i just it never really occurred to me i mean because i was born and by the time i was already you know i was born into riding and the lifestyle so i was already riding and doing my own thing and when i would watch when i would see my dad watching westerns and then you know it never ever 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 occurred to me that i, I wasn't seeing black folks i just felt like i was watching horses on tv oh, and, um, wow. and uh, i just loved it, to be able to see that see cowboys and then you know the whole racial part of it didn't really occur to me maybe because you're so young you're not really mm-hmm. aware of that uh you know what you're seeing at the time but uh, my my dad, not, you know, but since I've been older, my dad always he always talks. He, we always talk about it, and he goes, you know, one of his biggest grievances is that um, westerns have always been just white movies, and um, and he and he's so excited about what we're doing because he's like, man, you guys got to be the guys that bring in black westerns, man. Like y'all got to be the ones that do it. Like there's been a few here and there, but nobody's actually really nailed it and, and made that a whole like lane. So and that is one of big part of what we're doing you know actually we're in the process of we have a feature film in development with yes 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 we have a feature film in development with searchlight pictures which is one of the more premier studios in the industry they've actually won the oscar for best picture three three out of the last six years Um, so they're like a powerhouse studio under uh, they were formerly under the fox moniker but now they're um fox sold all their studios to disney so now they're a disney studio but but they're still very much a boutique uh, like a real artistic studio they did movies like 12 years a slave and Uh napoleon Napoleon dynamite and juno and like uh, (laughs) they did like slumdog millionaire like classic Uh film 
What a range. Yeah. <laughs> piece of the conversation that's being had right now is is for so long I think we were just everyone was so programmed to not even notice that there wasn't representation happening and and now we're talking about it more and more it's it's picking up it's not just picking up speed but it's actually I think carrying weight and sitting with people more than it was in the past so in your in your mind really what's the importance of being visible during this time like as yourself as a black cowboy as Compton Cowboys as a whole because really you're not only challenging the narrative of the the western or the equine industry but you're challenging the the narrative of cowboys as well as and and most importantly just blackness in general Mm. right um yeah um it's, 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 it's of the utmost importance. It's actually vital, critical at this time um, because uh, we're in a fight right now culturally in society to uh, establish that um, black lives matter. I mean, for, for lack of a better term, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. like yeah. we, it's, it's just the strongest statement. It's like, you know, this country was founded on the idea that black people that whites were superior to blacks and blacks were actually animals and mm, barely yeah. acknowledged as, as humans and then they were acknowledged as humans they were acknowledged as three-fifths of a human and then it took us a hundred years to get to a point where they would abolish slavery and give us rights and then even though we had rights we were still subjected to subhuman acti- subhuman uh, you know act- activities and behaviors and treatment and so um, there needs our people need inspiration. We need we need inspiring figures and exciting thing, things to get excited about. And some things that are different in leadership, especially coming from voices and faces that look and feel like us and are from where we are from. And so, um, to be able to be able to be out there right now on the front lines of that fight is just it's, it's so rewarding. And, um, and, and it's it gets sketchy sometimes. It feels like you know gotta watch your back or be careful what you say and do but you know we really where we come from this company so we fearless and we don't give a fuck about nothing we don't live for this shit and we'll die for this shit and um and 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 it's just like a gangster mentality 
that we have so we we we, we don't have a fear about being out there on the front lines and, and just we are empowered and inspired by the horses because you know you think about wartime back in the day like horses was on the front lines of the war you know what i'm saying and they've always been that they've always been fearless fearless and it's weird to say that because horses are scary as fuck like, <laughs> like they, they, they scared of fucking paper towels paper you know bags yeah <laughs> but, but, but in, in, in just when they are partnered with human their partnership with the human species together has always been a very forward and fearless attitude and um and, and I think that's what's special. And so for us to be in that in modern times, embodying that and really evoking that same sense of like wartime fearlessness mm-hmm. um, in the war for our lives, which is not necessarily, you know, guns and I mean, quite literally sometimes in neighbors, but in general, it's like the war is now energy, energy and spirits and, and perspectives. And, um, and so for us to beat up on these forces with our fists in the air, being young black folks from the inner city from compton it just feels like man we 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 are those wartime you know leaders those generals those soldiers out there um and and that's that 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 brings us a lot of pride um we 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 love that feeling and uh and we just want to inspire and that's what it's all about you certainly are um (laughs) we've been waiting for this moment on our podcast where we both just just end up Today it's happening. Today, that is bad. That's extremely. (laughs) That's extremely powerful. What you're saying is extremely powerful, and we want to pull a quote off of the website talking about using horses as a shield and as armor. And you're really riding into this new battle, like you said. It's it's perspectives and it's um, bringing yourself to the table and being seen and, um, talk to us a little bit about, um, the peace rides. What did it feel like? Who, who came to them? What was your, what was your statement that day? Yeah, that was probably the most rewarding experience we've had throughout this whole Compton Cowboys process. Um, because, you know, it's one thing to, build something cool online and have followers and people hitting you up virtually and digitally and saying, Hey, this and that. It's enough for that, for people to show, to actually see that in real life. So, you know, to show up and firstly, just having that, 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 um, that position in our, in our, in our city and in, and just in the culture in general where people look up to us, that shit is just amazing feeling and then be able to press press buttons, make moves and say, Hey, this is what we doing, this is what's about to happen. Y'all should come out and support and do that and then to show up and have all of that support and people just waiting for us and following us and getting behind us and our city rally behind us, the equestrian community rally behind us. And we was out there really, you know, really feeling like, man, we out here on in, in the, on the front lines of the war making it making a statement. It felt so just empowering inspiring and um that's probably the one thing that over my course of my whole time i've been doing this that got me the the most emotional is like walking up with the gang and then it's like all these people out there like applauding us and and on horseback ready saddled up ready to go like that shit man that shit that shit make any grown person any grown man cry for me and, and I did, you know what I mean? After I, you know, looked at my dad and, you know, he's looking, he's thinking about all the time and, and effort he put into raising us up down here. And, 
and uh, getting us to be who we are today and then see us out there saddled up riding out and, and, and fighting for uh, fighting for the, the right causes and the movement in the city, you know, it's like it's emotional. So that shit, that's that was the biggest, most rewarding, spiritually rewarding experience that I've I've had throughout this whole process. And I know a lot of the group members feel the same. And after that, you know, a lot of changed as far as how we looked at ourselves, how we looked at each other, um, how we looked at the horses and our ranch, how we treated all of that, how we how we looked at just the world and um, so many more new fans popped in new supporters new inspiration we got a lot we get a lot of help so it's just it was really game changing for it uh, we're super thankful for that for that shit and that's a an incredibly spiritual experience <laughs> that moment that you're you know you're sitting there on horseback I think with you know your all of your your ancestors behind you and supporting you that have carried you to that moment, knowing that you're sitting on the edge of this whole new day and this, this different future. And all of you are moving forward to, to create that for generations to come. Absolutely. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, an experience that is hard to put in words. Um, and so, uh, you know, we just live it, you know, just take it in, just live it. And we shared it, and you know, we shared those special moments with each other, just looking at each other, like, man, look what we doing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're changing the game, changing the world, and we got to keep this shit going by any means. So it, it made us, it gave us a renewed flame for what we're doing. Because it's one thing to do, do all this shit and to be cool, and, and people like it, right? And then it's like another thing to 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 be like, man, we inspiring a whole generation and a whole part of the world. To, to to get themselves going and be you know, some or something or some stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I can't even articulate how how crazy it is for sure. Wow. Amazing. So, where do you where do you see this all going? I know you've mentioned some of these projects that you have coming up, but when you think ahead, not only you know to your next ten years or the the next ten years of Compton Cowboys, this is a an entire movement and this is this is life for so many people how do you how do you see this taking off and taking on this life of its own well i just wanted we just we just we want to obviously we're going to continue doing what we're doing we're going to keep killing uh keep killing uh the entertainment game we want to you because we're basically the entertainment industry is a, such a powerful incredible engine to raise awareness and stories to actually also to be able to fundraise as well because we you know we do great deals and certain brands and stuff you're able to make money to help keep our operations going so that's that's really fun but you know we want to be able to have like i was saying like ranches all over the world that we manage uh from the top down and say hey you know we got ranches all over you know look at ranches in london and the islands and africa and you know you know all over where where we could do life saving work, and then we want to inspire other other groups to come out. You know, we really hope that people will take our model and and, and go do your own thing, do your own chapter. If you want to be like, you know, the Iowa Cowgirls, whatever, you know, <laughs> that'd be fucking dope. And start maneuvering in a way, develop your own brand off that shit. Like that's dope. Like we want to basically make the what we do. We want to make the comp the cow. We want to make like the cowboy and cowgirl thing like 
a dope-ass part of pop culture. Like, you know, not just a, a cool lifestyle off in the distance, but, like, something that a kid will wake up and look on TV and be like, man, I want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. right now, it's easy to, you know, the main things are, like, you know, if everybody want to act, model, or be in music or athletics, right? And those are what the, most of the kids look up to on TV and see. But we want us what want the kids if you ever look up on TV and see, like, inspirational, dope-ass, like, equestrian folks that's, like, looking cool, doing good shit in the community, making money, like, and just changing the world in a positive way. So, you know, when it's all said and done, if I was, you know, about to go out, and, I, and you know, and I would, looking back on my life, and I get to see, like, game change, like, most people have horses. Most, you know, the kids lo- love to be... You know, there's there's like horse programs at schools and ranches in big cities and and uh, and uh, you know a bunch of western movies on TV and, and, and you know and uh, cartoons and shit. Like uh, that would make my life, man. You know, so that's what we own. We really want to move the culture, move the needle in the culture, um, real really significantly leave our mark in that way. Uh, just leave the world better than when we found it, and and, and give we just need more people and more kids. Everybody just gotta be around horses and life will be better amen to that word (laughs) we are located about two hours from chicago and i'm just imagining like the impact that it would have in chicago new york houston any of these bigger cities that i mean that would just be amazing to have chapters of compton cowboys or chicago cowboys or whatever they call themselves green green cowboys yeah yeah but just that idea of being able to help and really from the inside out, you know, you guys are, you're helping each other out. There's no outside motive here. It's just, you're lifting each other up and it's amazing. Absolutely. You already know that's what it's all about. Wow. So Randy, how can we help? Where do we go? How do we donate? Tell us all the things. Definitely. So if you go to CompsonCowboys.com, you can that that's like the fork in the road that can lead you down a bunch of really cool paths to uh, get involved or to get merch or, you know, so when you go there, you'll see, um, you know, say if you got friends or family or, or just people that friends and at companies that want to like work with us, um, you'll see our, all of our contact information for our agents and uh, for our agency and, and myself as management. So let's say you got homies that work in companies that are higher up that might want to use the company campus for some marketing thing or some cool whatever. That's that. Um, if you want to get merch, you can go to our merch link there and go to our shop and, and get stuff and all merch sales help keep our operations going um and that's always great and that's a cool way to, to get part be a part of the movement is getting some cool common cowboys merch that you can rock and show friends and post on social um and then if you want to donate directly to our nonprofit, there's a donate link there that goes to our nonprofit page that shows you what we're doing in the community with the kids um so some of our our, our our big goals and missions as far as community work is concerned and nonprofit work is concerned and there you can donate directly if you just want to donate cash directly or you want to see our wish list and, and donate and if you know you might know some partners that have things on the wish list you can get donated and uh just yeah so comedycowboys.com our our our, 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 um, our our main home site is just a great place to start and learn more about what we got going on and then um yeah just go from there Wow. So I know Angela and I are about to sign off of this and go straight to We're the going website. to the website. We're, we're buying merch without oh, a doubt. Shoot. Um yeah, no they are and all of our stuff is great stuff, like uh, it's quality stuff, and it's just like 
it's it's it says a lot like what we when you put on our logo like it represents the lifestyle and the mission and the vision for everything you know it's beyond just having a cool like shirt to wear it's like what it means when you wear that shit and we always encourage people like to 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 you know to once you rock it in you know show people and tell them what it's all about and, and live that shit too live that shit every day you know what i'm saying yes. like you want to go out there and when you rock that shit, if you want to ride your horse with no with some goddamn flip flops on, open toes, like that shit. You, know, you want to do that shit? You want to ride? You know, you want to you want to um, ride bareback or whatever, or you want to ride in the middle of the street or going the wrong way? Like, do that shit. You know oh hell saying? yeah! Who gives a fuck, man? You know, make people make no make noise. Make Give people noise. Ask, you know, asking shit. You know, what are you doing? That's how you know you're on the right on the right path. I think wow. all I can think of right now is good trouble. Good trouble. Good trouble. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, Randy, thank you so much. Like beyond, beyond words thank you. for for sitting here and having this conversation with us. I yeah. I know that everyone who hears this is so inspired is, right now. <laughs> yeah, going to be just riding so high. Like yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Literally. Um and and I just I hope. So all of you who are listening right now, go I, follow I, them. Go go out the go find the Content Cowboys yes. Instagram page. Yes. Give it a follow. Check out the website if you're feeling emotional, like I'm sure you are. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend doing a quick Google search and watching any videos on them because it. It will make you. It took us down about an hour rabbit yeah. hole of tears, um, and it was incredibly had to pour a stiff whiskey after yes. just to like recover. Yes. But it's worth it because it was so great that yeah. this work yeah. is obviously amazing, and it's and, and it's, it's beyond real. important. This is yeah. like absolutely necessary. So I I hope if you're listening, this this sparks something in you, and it also encourages you to start conversations with the the, the people around you. And and it inspires you to do something. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm I'm happy to have be here having conversations and you're always welcome down at the ranch and say my number, feel free to hit me up, whatever. Um, it's all love. And uh, again, I just appreciate the opportunity. And so if you ever come to Cali when all this craziness is over and I wanna come ride through the streets with the homies, definitely welcome. We will be there. Will I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> without a doubt. We will be there without a doubt. Randy Thank you. You guys that are listening, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Breaking Western Podcast. We will see you next week with another inspirational, amazing guest for season two, Influencers.